grandmother a long time ago. My mother was in one church for 48 years. Died before they had any salvation because she was still baptized in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. But Jesus Christ told his apostles in Matthew 28 and 19, which was the great commission yeah. to go out teaching all nations, baptizing them in the name that Satan. Yeah. No, that's the name of the Father, yeah. of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Yeah. And the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost is Jesus. Yeah. Jesus is the Father, and he is the Son, and he is the Holy Ghost. The church is the bride of Christ. Yeah. How can you be married to the bride without to the bridegroom without a name? Yeah. Praise the Lord. I'm a pastor, I'm a brother, and I'm a husband. Now let me put that on my checkbook and take it on downtown. Folks look at me like I'm crazy. My name is Horace Maurice Johnson. That's yeah. what I gotta put on there. Amen. Then I gotta put Junior in. Praise the Lord. You just can't put anything on there to save the prize. When you talk about you going back with Jesus, yeah. you know the Lord Jesus Christ meant when he said, I, and he said, I go to prepare a place for you. That's what preachers read when folk die. I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, there you may be also. Preacher, but that key word prepare, is prepare, which doesn't mean to make anything, but it means to equip or to get ready. Yeah. He said, the church is the bride of Christ. He said, I'm going right now to go pay a place, get it ready for you, that when I come back in the air to consummate my marriage, I'm going to take you back with me, but you've got to have my name. Yeah. Yeah. And his name is Jesus. Yeah. You've got to have the name. Yeah. Folks just don't understand. What I'm saying they're still being baptized in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. And some preacher took you down in the name of the Father, said, I baptize you in the name of the Father. And of the Son and of the Holy Ghost didn't say Jesus. You just went down and, and, and wore a dry devil and came up a wet one. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But when you go down in the name of Jesus, yeah. come up walking in the newness of life. Yeah. Praise God. He'll say, I wash away all your sins and I toss them in the sea of forgetfulness. I remember your sins no more. I Sister saying about this say, I'm saved. Yeah. I've been washed in the blood. Even yeah. some folk around singing songs and don't know what they're singing about. Praise the Lord. Then it's all everybody knew this one. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole? That means what can make me complete? Something's happened to you. Yeah. Just the word of the song said, What can make me whole or complete again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Yeah. How do you get under the blood of Jesus? You go down in the name of Jesus because the name represents the blood. And he said, when I see the blood, I'll, I'll do it. That's what God's going in that day. The Bible tells me in the book of Revelation that you're going to have a new name placed upon your forehead, which is the name of Jesus. You let folks tell you, say, oh, you do the best you can, God, understand if you want to. God, when you die, Lord, I love you so much. Say, come on in, my faithful servant, take your seat and sit down. I don't see that nowhere in the Bible. All right. All I see in the Bible is rooms where those have been 
and been called by Jesus is going to reign with him. I don't see any tears. I don't see any way you hear folks talking about when I get to heaven, I'm going to put on my shoes and going to look up David and the heathen and day and I'm going to run and, and moan. And I don't see none of that in the Word of God. Praise the Lord. All I see, praise God, is you're going into the kingdom. And all of you that want to go, how many of you in here want to go up here with the Lord and, and have me there? Amen. So no, you don't. You want to rain down here, box outside a new heaven. And a new earth. And a new Jerusalem. You're going to rain down here. God's going to rain down here. He's going to step his millennium kingdom down here. Now he never told anybody you're going to rain with him in heaven. He said you should rain with me on the earth. Praise the Lord. You're going to rain. All you all go up there, go ahead. I'm going to be going up there just for a little while. I'm going to be caught up in between, praise our God, the rapture and the kingdom. I'm going to between the sixth dispensation and the seventh. I'm going to be a while the wrath of God, which is the, the, the tribulation on earth. I'm going to be caught with him, and I'm going to escape that. But after that tribulation period, after that seven year period, he's going to come down. Instead of his kingdom. And we would say the Lord is going to reign with him. That's, what the, that's, that's, that's the purpose of Christ's uh, arising from the dead. He said, since he arose from the dead, he had made death his footstool. Let's go over here a little further now to the importance of Christ's resurrection. It's going to take a little time because I want you to know something. I want you to come to church and now, if Christ did preach that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? Now, see, folks have been told the wrong thing. There's no such thing as a resurrection. Now, this is what Paul said. But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? Do you believe he rose? And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain, and your faith is also vain? Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ. Whom he raised not up, if so be that the dead rise not. For if the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised? And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain, and ye are yet in your sins. Now, that's the thing that you If you don't believe that Christ rose, you are yet in your sin. He that come to God must believe that he is, and that he is a reward of them that diligently seek him, and that reward is eternal life. Is that a new call? It's eternal life. You let these folks tell you about a blessing. You come over here and you get a blessing. I'm going to give you a new car, a new house. The Lord said, I would that you prosper and be in health even as your soul. He puts your soul first. Seek ye first the kingdom of, of, of God and his what? And then his all his other things shall be in. Get your soul straight first. You, know, you get that soul straight, God will take away and then take care of the rest. He said, I'll supply what? Your every need, not your every want. Everything that you want is not good for you. He said, I'll supply your every need. Everything that you need, what? God's got it. That's right. Hallelujah. Everything that you need, God's got it. He fed the cow on a thousand hands. The said, the earth is the Lord and the food is the earth. You don't have to go cross town to anybody. Praise God. Just go into your secret closet and pray. And what you pray for in secret, God will reward you openly. The Lord, do it for me. That's all you've got to do. You don't have to believe what is in there. Read it for yourself. It's in here. Let's go a little further. It says now, listen. Uh, verse 18, all right? Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ, our prayers of Christ be not risen. If in this life only, this is what he said, we, uh, we have hope in Christ, 
we are all of men most miserable. You know what we're doing? Bad shit. If you don't believe, praise God, the Lord is coming back again. And the Lord Jesus Christ has been risen from the dead. The one that said, I am he that liveth, but was dead, but our life forevermore, because I live. You shall live also, then we are men most miserable. In other words, you don't have anything to hope for. Yes. And Peter said, we ought to have an answer for this miserable hope that lies within us. Yes. You ought to have an answer. I know Jesus lived. Yes. And because he lived, I, I shall live also. Yes. Because I do have a place for Jesus. And Paul put it another way. He said, this earthly tabernacle, that's this body. That's what a tabernacle is. Yes. If this earthly tabernacle be his arm, if Sister Taylor had gone to sleep, praying down God, she had no choice that she had another building. Yes. Yeah. 
there are no restrictions when you're serving the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. You ought to be free. Just to praise Him. Yeah. That's all. That's the only thing that He created for His glory. Yeah. God didn't make us come in here and die. The Bible said He created us for His glory. Yeah. Praise the Lord. That's all. The Lord loves praises. All you got to do is praise Him and He'll bless you. Yeah. You don't have to do anything but praise yeah. David said, you got to praise Him continually. Be in my mouth. All you got to do is praise the Lord. Yeah. If you go out in the street and say, praise the Lord, folk will get you. But if you go over to an RFK stadium and, and take off your, tea, off your shirt and run around naked with your shorts on doing a Redskins game, you all right. Yeah. Man, he's got to get his parade straight. But if you, if you take a tambourine in some churches and beat it, they look at you like you're crazy. So they need to read the 150th song. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Praise Him with a high sounding cymbal. Yeah. Praise Him with a, a string instrument. Yeah. Praise Him with a harp. Yeah. Praise Him with a shout. Yeah. Praise Him with a dance. Yeah. Praise Him with a high sounding cymbal. Yeah. And He ends it up by saying that everything yeah. that has breath, praise yeah. the Lord. If you're breathing, you ought to preach. You think you got life from from yourself, so you can't praise to give up life. Yeah. You're too, you, 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 you're too sedated to praise God. Wow. Praise the Lord. But He woke me up this morning. Yeah. Started me on my way. Yeah. Yeah. They said, "Praise God, God, I can look to the hills. Yeah. The wings cover my help. My help coming from the Lord." Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. But still, we can't praise. Praise God, folks got abundance of food to eat. They might get the family together at home. Praise our God, and everybody, everybody sit down and say a Bible verse. But go down to McDonald's, and everybody in there scared to say thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Won't say grace. But it's so religious at home, everybody, Father, say, don't you eat that food till you say a grace. Praise the Lord, but he's already going to have it down. Praise God, somebody sit up there and say, thank you, Lord, for this food we're about to receive. People look at you funny, so they won't say it. But I thank God wherever I am. Hallelujah. God is the God is God. I don't care where you are. He's on my presence. I don't care wherever you go, he's there. Praise the Lord. The Bible says he's on my presence. Praise our God. If you get sick and stand on a piece of that McDonald's down there, he's there to help you. But he said, praise God, all powers in his hand. He's omnipotent wherever he is. Well, God, folk live foolishly. They're just foolish. They got their priorities all mixed up. They worry more about what their friends say about how they act than what God talking about how to live. See, holiness is not a funny thing. All you got to do is live right. All you got to do is live a clean life. All holiness is is just don't commit adultery. You just don't gamble. What do you do as church a bunch of, bunch of church folk catching a bus going to Atlantic City? What are they going there for? They're talking about church folk. They're renting the bus. I'm going to raise some money for the church. You're going out to raise some money for the church, huh? So you go to Lang City. They got a thing up in Lang City and have a slap machine. But you call yourself a child of God. Think about it. Say it all. But all you got to do is live a life. Live a clean life and folks say you and you and you, you in that mess. They'll tell you point blank. I don't know what you're doing in that mess. Man, that mess, you know, that's the best mess I ever been in. <laughs> I don't have to worry about where Sister Johnson is, praise God, she leave town. I don't, she's in town, you know, I don't have to see me people behind no cars. I don't have to worry about where she is, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
And the soul know that they have been reconciled by Christ. A child of God, not afraid to die. Because he knew he's going to sleep and he knew, praise God, he have another house not made with hands. But the average bird is scared to death of dying. Give him everything he got. I'm talking about how hunting and all the rest of them folk will give him, give him every dime, uh, lasses and all them folk will give him every thing that they had for one more moment of life. Yeah. But see, everlasting life is free. Yeah. Hallelujah, you have an inheritance. Yeah. Praise God among them which are sanctified. Hallelujah, the word sanctified means to be set aside for God. There's no mystic order. Hallelujah, sanctification, praise God, the vengeance that you're setting on is sanctified yeah. because they're set aside for the service of God. Yeah. Yeah. Folks tell you, when you were sanctified, well, my God, they would think about getting something dirty. But sanctified means that you're set aside for the service of God. And I don't know any greater privilege than to be used. By God. I don't care who you are. The salvation comes in three tests justification, sanctification, and glorification. Sanctification is justification is first, therefore, you know what justification is to be declared righteous. Justification is a judicial act of God. And declaring a sinner righteous on the grounds of the death of his son. When that sinner believed that Christ died and was buried and rose again the third day, he had eternal life. He had been declared righteous. Otherwise, he had been declared innocent of all of his sins. Praise the Lord. And after that, he is sanctified, which means he's set aside for the service of God. God uses him. As a witness. That's all he told the church to be for anyway, is to be a witness. And that's what he said, but you shall be a witness for me after the Holy Ghost. Yes. The Holy Ghost is the indwelling God. He said, you shall be a witness for me in Jerusalem, in Judea, and to the uttermost parts of the earth. Judea was the center of Judaism. Samaria, praise God, was the center of, was where Samaritans were, they, they were half dirty. And the most part of the earth and went all over the place. So that's all the Lord ever told you to be, is to be a witness. So well, what he does, he justified you first to be to be fit for his service. And then he set you aside, which means you have become sanctified. And then the third aspect is glorification. In other words, you glorify Christ by the lives that we live and the service that we give. And if you want to glorify, want to be glorified with Jesus Christ when you come back, you've got to glorify him now. If your life is you'll be glorified as he is. And when he comes back, that phase of glorification is a glorified body. Folks just don't know what it's all about. They don't know what they're missing. Don't know what they're missing. Praise God. I thank God that I'm the truth. Yeah. Thank God that I know the truth. Yeah. Thank, thank God I'm not messed up in any isms. Anything else? Folks say I was born a bad one, die a bad. You're right. Yeah. Born a bad one, die one. You're right. Yeah. You don't get in Jesus. That's how you're going to die. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Jesus. But the Lord said, I am come that they might have life. Yeah. That they might have, that you might have it more. But Christ came back, praise God, to reconcile. Yeah, to put you back into the original state that Adam lost for you. And that is to be walking with God. See, mankind had a personal relationship with God. He walked with him. But after Adam died, he lost something. And ever since that time, man has had a vacuum. An emptiness in his life. And ever since that time, he's been trying to fill that emptiness. Or this void. Or this vacuum in lives. You know how they try to fill it up? By shooting up. Drinking up. Oh, Margaret. Oh, they're trying to fill this in. This is all they need is Jesus. Yeah. See, they don't realize something is missing, and what is missing is the Spirit of God. Yeah. Praise God. 
but they're trying to fill it. They go and pay a psychiatrist two hundred dollars to lay on the couch on the couch and all you gotta do is come down here, don't cost you down. Don't cost you down. Amen. Don't even have to put anything in the, in the collection please, don't want to. Amen. come on down here. Amen. The folk will get the fake that the devil got them so confused. Let their mind so mixed up psychologically that they feel, praise God, that by just giving this man $200 for this hour, they're going to be helped. Yeah. Come and meet all your burden in heaven, lady, yeah. and I will give you rest. Yeah. Yeah. Take my yoke upon yeah. and learn of me. Yeah. Yeah. My yoke is easy, yeah. and my burden is light. Yeah. All you got to do is shake off those sense six so you got the law of affliction for you. Yeah. Go praise God and walk around the whole God and say, here's some things that still got problems. Take your burdens to the law and do what? Yeah. Don't bring her home. We'll just take them down there because I'm a child of God. You know, the Bible says the Lord is not slack concerned this problem. Praise the Lord. All you got to do is say, Lord, you said it because the Bible said if anything that you ask in prayer, believe it. You shall receive. It's in there. Read it for yourself. Matthew 22, I think it is. Anything that you ask in prayer, believe it. See, you don't have to go across town when these people come into town to sell a tent until you come all across town and get a blessing. That means you need half of your pocketbook. And you just give them away your blessing. Your blessing you got your blessing in your pocket. And you're going to go across town and give them info. He's the only one being blessed. He's going to ride all town with a new cabinet. <laughs> and you still got the same problem. Take your birth to the Lord. <laughs> I think that's also the thing when she's in the hospital. You talk to Jesus. Yeah. Yes. Praise the Lord. The doctor said you go. The doctor said you leave. And she leaves because he said she leaves. Didn't cause her to die. Praise the Lord. Didn't have to pay nobody nothing. Praise the Lord. Just praise God. Let's go on and pray. Let me see. I don't have time for the method of resurrection because I want to have prayer. I want to have love. I want to bless the baby. But I do want to tell you about the. Yeah, but I do want to tell you something about the method of resurrection. I'm talking about. The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. Let's go here to verse number 40, 44. Let's go to verse 41. Let's go to verse 39. Well, I'm all I guess so you can really get understanding. All flesh is not the same flesh. But there is one kind of flesh of man, another of flesh of beast. And another rat, a fish, and another bird. There are also celestial bodies and bodies to a terrestrial. But the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars, for one star different from another star in glory. So also is the res uh, resurrection of the dead. It is shown in corruption and raised in incorruption. It is shown in dishonor and is raised in glory. It is shown, shown in weakness and raised in power. It is, a song, it is on a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body, and there is a spiritual body. Yeah. I say every man, woman, child is born on this earth is threefold. His body, soul, and spirit. God formed him out of dust and breathed into him the breath of life, and he became a living soul or individual. Your soul is what lives. We praise our God when you expire, ashes to ashes, your body is going back to the dust from whence it came. The breath of life is going back to Jesus and breathing into, breathing into you in the first place. And your soul is what hangs in the mountain. Your soul is the real you. Your soul is what Satan's after. You've never seen me. You said 
gone back to God. Yeah. His body had gone back to the dust. There's one thing hanging in the mouth. It's a soul. Satan is after your soul. Yeah. He don't care anything about your body. Yeah. Hallelujah. You can't do it. He can't do anything about your breath. Because brother, right? Because that belongs to God. Yeah. Yeah. So he's after your soul. Yeah. The only way for you, is for you to save your soul is to get in the altar seat. And that, and, 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 and that See, it's Jesus. Amen. Don't let anybody else tell you anything other than that. Because if you do, you play a Russian roulette with your soul. Don't nobody else tell you a whole bunch of food that you don't have to do to deal with Jesus. The Lord Jesus Christ himself told Nicodemus, unless a man is born of the water and of the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. In fact, in verse 3, verse 3, you can't even see it. Now, I didn't say it. Jesus said it. Yeah. Now, you let anybody tell you anything different than you on your way to hell. I'm not trying to impose anything on anybody. Just read it for yourself. Amen. Praise the Lord. You say, I'm not going to tell you, praise something I made up. I'm telling you what's in the Word of God. That's why we say it's old Bibles. We got it. So you can read it for yourself. There's all kinds of Bibles out there, but this is the one that Jesus used. Here's spoken of in, in, in red print in the King James Version. Jesus said, See, all these other things were put together by men. But they tell me this Bible here was, 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 was inspired by the Spirit of God, by men, what? Moved by the Spirit of God. Praise the Lord. And you know why this book is so right? Because all it does is condemn man. Man would never write anything on his own that condemns. This Bible condemns everything that man do wrong. Everything that man enjoy and love, this Bible condemns. So it had to be inspired and written by God, moved yet by moved by God. I, I wouldn't write this thing in here that's going to condemn me, going to stop me from, from doing the boogie woogie out there if I want to do the boogie woogie. Amen. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I don't know what to call it now. You got all the funny dancing. <laughs> but anyway, at least when I was coming up, we danced with girls. <laughs> now what I'm saying there, they don't dance with anybody. Uh-huh. They stand with them as well. That crazy. <laughs> Yeah. They don't call it, they think it. 
But I know some of us denominations when they go to church they have a business meeting, they can carry a pistol. <laughs> I'm saying what I know. Go to church, they can carry a pistol. You can get this thing on or else. Don't get your other side. But that's all right. Now I'm going to tell you, just show you how holy this is. A preacher can put on, not just not only the members, but any preacher can go to any other God denomination just about. And go into a liquor store and buy anything you want. Nothing said. Mm-hmm. If they knew you and Holmes, and you, if you stand out front of the store and there happens to be a bus stop right there, and you stand there, and you decide to go in and get a paper. First thing, I saw you going to the liquor store. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah let you know where God you, right? Yeah. That's what the folks are put to The Lord Jesus Christ said, "You shall be persecuted for my name." He didn't say you'll be thrown in jail. <laughs> I saw you. But you can take the priest to come in there if you want to with his, with his, top, with his, with his collar on, yeah. the cigarette in his hand, with his flask, his hand going against it, won't yeah. matter the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go in there. I don't have to have a collar on. Let me go in there and get chained for a quarter and catch a bus. <laughs> uh-huh, I saw the job going in there. Well, that let me know. I mean, I, that let me know what I mean is right. Yeah. I thank God for it. Yeah. I thank God for all things. Now, all of our services are geared to one end that someone might have the opportunity to come to the Lord Jesus Christ for the saving of the soul. Now, we're going to finish this message up next week. We're not finished with And we were wondering if there one this morning, man, woman, boy, or girl. Sister John, I'm going to say something for the folk this morning. This is John Kids, y'all don't know. See, that's, 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 that's my other half right there. <laughs> That's Sister Johnson. Mary Magdalene. Mary Magdalene. That, that man went on down to the to the vault that morning, the sepulchre that morning to see about Jesus. And the angel told her, Why seek you living among the dead? Now, she had a bad throat last night, but I believe you come up with something. Thank something for us here this morning. I'll tell you what I want you to do. Call, say I heard it. Yeah. Come off the call. Amen. What else do you have in mind? You can't you hear the hang of the thing? All right, sing that then. Come on, sing that. Don't let him die in vain. All right. <coughs> <coughs>